The Protectors of the Wood podcast. The destruction of our planet is becoming real life. Remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts. This podcast tells the story of misfit teenagers struggling to band together and help our world through this crisis. Episode number 67. Chaos as the concert ends. The last word turned into a chant and the crowd put all their energy into it. The pulsing noise set off a vibration that seemed ready to burst the coffee shop open. Phoebe seemed to flow into the song and wished she were inside with her friends. She wanted to see Jeremy sing it. But before her eyes, a different reality bore down upon her. The police were moving in. Clearly, they were trying not to alarm anyone. But soon they stood at the edge of the pool of light, maybe 50 feet away. There were five of them, each holding a nightstick. And behind them, in the shadows, other men lurked. The outdoor crowd was facing the back door, drinking in the last drop of music. Even Terence and Windeman were looking in the doorway. But as the music pounded to a stop, Terence saw the advancing police. He spoke in Windeman's ear, and the two lawyers stood in front of the stairs and folded their arms, making a barrier. What's that about? Oh my God, what's going on? What the what, hell what's with all these police here? Son of a bitch! There's too many people! What's this? What's going on? Now, now, folks, now, calm down, calm down. Don't be afraid. You're free to go. We're here on an investigation. That's right, folks. Go on. Come on. Go on. Go on. The officer was staring at the exiting audience and clicking something in his hand. As he moved forward, people backed away until he stood only a few feet from the two lawyers. What's your purpose here? I'm counting the people leaving this place. We have uh, reason to believe this crowd violates the permit. And they send the state police for this type of thing? Uh, it's been known to happen. We're also here looking for a, a missing girl. People were streaming down the stairs and began to move toward the hole in the fence near Stable Lane. Two policemen stood there, questioning young women as they went by. I'll take that spot. Terence ran across the street, introduced himself to the officers, and began telling the young women they did not have to converse with the police. Windeman continued to block the stairs, and the central officer continued to count the crowd. That's supposed to be an accurate count? If I say it is. 
Well, two can play at that game. I hope you don't think you're coming in. Oh, yes, I am. When I'm good and ready. And I'll present a warrant to the man in charge. Phoebe stood near the door and waited for the exodus to finish. Then she darted inside. The band was standing off to the right, surrounded by a small group. Stephanie, Abby, and Ellie were talking with George in the corner. Ellie was in tears. I can't believe they did this. I can't believe it. Take it easy. It's going to be all right. How can you say that? It's not all right. There's police at both doors. Abby joined the group. Ellie, the police aren't after you. This whole thing is not about you. What other missing girls do you see around here? They're after me. I'm much more of a runaway than you are. Really? You are? That's right. But I'm not afraid. We've got friends around, even lawyers. And this night was over the top better than we even hoped. Think about it. We've got more great things to do coming up. So let's help the boys pack up and get on with life. Ellie stared in disbelief and then threw her arms around Abby. Phoebe and I have a plan. We'll let you know later. George moved to Abby's side. I haven't forgot you running off after Phoebe's party. Stay with us this time, please. Let's stick together. This has been so wonderful. But now I've got to do something. Stephanie had been cleaning off the incredible mess covering the tabletops and suddenly joined the conversation. You're not running out on us. We've got work to do. Where's Sammy? Jeremy had been scouting around and now described the situation. Sammy's over at the back door, talking to Windeman and the police captain. Terrence is arguing with the police in the backyard, saying they're harassing girls. Chief Santiago, Gilligan, Lewis, Jim, and Penny are all out front. The state police are there too, standing in the street. But they don't seem to be bothering anyone. If I were a girl, I'd take the front door. The voices at the back door grew louder. Clearly an argument was in progress. You think I'm hiding anything? I think you're hiding something! Paying that kid to bring liquor into my store? Pretending to count my customers? Looking for runaway girls who don't exist? Harassing an old man who's within his rights? We had such good security, we stopped your troublemaker from getting in! That's enough. I don't have to listen to this. Come now, Sammy. They've got a warrant. But Sammy wasn't listening. His pent-up anger could not be stopped. 
You don't like hearing it, do you? A nice boy like you who just wanted to be a hero and do good, but somehow you've ended up abusing innocent people for greedy men. You think I don't know who's paying for this? Abby looked at Phoebe and nodded her head. Here we go. It's time. Out of the way or you're under arrest. Move! You hate doing this job, don't you? You're as disgusted as I am! In a few quick steps, Abby and Phoebe were at the back door. Sammy was standing above the steps with his arms folded, looking down at three officers on the ground, nightsticks in hand. Windeman put his hand on Sammy's shoulder, trying to coax him into backing up. But Sammy ignored him. Okay, all right, old man. I didn't want to have to do this. Sammy, you are... Coming through. Sorry to bother you folks. Uh, what? Sammy turned around in surprise. As Abby and Phoebe came down the steps, he stood aside and the officers stepped back. On reaching the ground, Abby stopped and took off her hat. Anything I can do for you, gentlemen? Um, uh, uh, uh well, well, uh, thank you, uh, miss, thank you. <laughs> Phoebe stood by Abby's side. She could see the police exchanging glances. The captain turned to Phoebe. We're here looking for a runaway girl. Can I have your name? You don't have to reply. They have no right to question you. That's all right. I'm Abby Chapman. The captain turned to Phoebe. And yours? Phoebe Hood. I'd like to introduce my uncle, the managing editor of the Evansville Record. A balding middle-aged man in a suit and tie followed Stephanie down the stairs. Hey, Freddie Baez of the Evansville Record, how you doing? Captain Bloward, good to see you again. I'm trying to understand the events here tonight. Uh, maybe you can help me. The policemen looked at each other and the captain nodded. Uh, sorry, Freddie. We were just leaving. I think we've finished our investigation. Hey, uh, can, I, can, uh, can I ask the object of this investigation? I gather you have a search warrant? Just checking for Department of Health violations, but we've already established serious overcrowding. I think that's um, enough for tonight. As the conversation was going on, Abby began to walk quietly down into the shadows away from the spotlight. Phoebe followed. In a moment, they were at the back door of the toy store, sheltered in the darkness. Phoebe understood Abby's intention and took out her keys. Oh, if Gilligan remembered to leave the bolts open. The key turned with a click. Phoebe opened the door. They stepped into complete darkness, closing the door quietly behind them. 
The air was stifling. Phoebe slid the bolt and snapped the padlock shut. They found their way to a couple of tiny chairs in the children's corner and sat down to rest. What's next? We wait. Say it again. This is about being free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh,
protect us in a wood band. Come on, everybody, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. That's right. That's right. Uh huh. Thanks for listening to the Protectors of the Wood podcast. Find all our podcasts, songs, and projects on our website, protectorsofthewood.com. And to all those eco-warriors out there, remember that everyone can make a difference and every action counts.